Welcome to Crossroads Connection. This is a show all about having conversations surrounding life, ministry, and culture. I want to say a quick thank you to our friends at the Truth Network for airing this program. And thank you for joining and listening today. I'm Tyler, and I'm joined, as always, by Jamie. How are hey, you, Jamie? Tyler. I am doing good. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And we got Andy here as well. And Andy, Merry Christmas. Hey, Tyler. Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, Jamie. Merry Christmas, Andy. It feels so good to say that. And it feels really I, good Some people to are say listening, that. and they probably think that's too soon, but not us. Oh, not me. Not us. No. <laughs> no I, not us. I think right now is about the time when yes. we can start getting more into that Christmas attitude and that Christmas spirit. But yes, I echo mm-hmm. the greetings to everybody who are listening right now. Love that you all join us on these programs Saturday at noon. And for more information, and if you missed last episodes or the past episodes, we're we're in like 37th episode yeah. range right now. Yeah. So wow. if you missed yeah. any of the previous 30 plus episodes, I want you to go to crossroads.org slash radio. That's yeah. crossroads.org slash radio. <laughs> That's all you get radio voice? I did, yeah. yeah. I'm working on it. But, you know, it's for people to go back uh, to listen to a lot of the interviews. Because what I love about this particular program is that primarily it's the three of us, and then we interview one of our local partners, which I always love to do. And I always love yeah. to talk about and kind of go that route. And uh, and so that's what's good. So if you've missed any episodes, go back to crossroads.org slash radio. And in the meantime, you're going to have to deal with it. Yeah. Merry Christmas. It's yeah. the time of year. <laughs> and uh, you guys all notice that stores are getting their Christmas stuff out even earlier than normal. Why, why do you think that mm. is? I think it's because this is what I've been saying for weeks. We need some Christmas spirit. <laughs> We need some Christmas joy. That's We're, right. 2020 is not bringing the Christmas joy, so we got to bring it. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. think you're right. I think you're. I think you're absolutely right. I think that uh, boy, I started seeing Christmas stuff in stores in uh, September. Yeah, there, mm-hmm. there Christmas stuff going up, yeah. which is a little early, but I think I think you're right. I think I think people are just done not only with this year. But also, like, we need something to look forward to. It just like, brings a little like, bit of happiness yeah. into the air. Yeah. I started saying that late summer. I'm like, I'm gonna. This is gonna be the biggest Christmas for in my home. I'm just gonna <laughs> your go kids are like, hard. Yes, yeah, presents for everybody. <laughs> well, I don't even mean more presents. But I just mean like more decorations, more like just Christmas, music, Christmas. Yeah. Yes, I'm just mm-hmm. going in. Tyler's our worship in. pastor, and you've been humming Christmas music now because we're getting ready for all of our yeah. Christmas stuff. And I heard mm-hmm. you doing that. I'm like, I like that. Like, I'm, I'm kind of feeling that. It, it's felt pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Normally, I wouldn't start listening to it as much, and I'm doing it just to kind of get yeah. songs ready for service. But it's yeah. it's putting yeah. me in a good place. I'm well, enjoying I, uh, it. And I think you also said Merry Christmas because of our guest we have today. Yes. <gasps> yeah. We have a special guest, Robin Pate, yes. with Operation Christmas Child, yeah. a fantastic, fantastic ministry. And we're going to learn some stuff today mm-hmm. about Operation Christmas Child, which is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. I learned some things I did not know. So exciting. Let's jump into it. We're going to hear a quick word from our sponsor, and then we'll get to our interview with Robin. Perhaps you've asked yourself this question. Are you running the business or is the business running you? How might your teams grow if your teams were driving the business forward instead of you? You are sitting on a wealth of untapped opportunity. It takes courage to learn how to create a culture where your people are truly empowered to own their seats. My name's Cheryl Scanlon, business and executive coach. Working together, we'll go straight to your core challenges to sort through competing demands and realign to your highest priorities for measurable results. Visit c3advantage.net. That's C3Advantage.net. All right. Well, we are back from the break with our very special guest today, Robin Pate from Operation Christmas Child. Listen, it's November. Can we say Merry Christmas? Can we, can we get into the Christmas? Can, Merry can we start? Christmas. Can we start? Yes. Merry yes. Christmas, please. Everybody. I need can some we Christmas, please start Christmas? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. 
I was Christmas driving, is big this year. I was driving home the other night from a meeting late night, and I was going on the main road back to my house, and one of the developments had their full Christmas lights oh, out. Wow. And I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. I love Christmas. Yes. I love Christmas. So, Robin, yep. it's, it's season. It's high tide for you it in Operation is. Christmas Child. So so you are, let me make sure we get everybody understands you're the coordinator uh, for the volunteers for yes. Operation Christmas Child. So I'm not, that's probably oversimplifying it. So why don't you talk a little about you and your role with Operation Christmas Child for us? Thank you. Um, I am the leader of the Greater Raleigh team, which encompasses most of Wake County or a lot of Wake County and Granville County, Vance County, and um, Franklin County. Sorry. Excellent. So it's a big team, big area. That's a huge area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we, and we typically collect around 40,000 ish boxes. Wow. wow. And so area. you're coordinating all those volunteers and all that yes. stuff happening there. Mm-hmm. So let's start here, though. What, what drew you personally to be part of Operation Christmas Child? Well, I began packing shoe boxes in 1995. I heard about it on the radio and got my church to pack some shoe boxes. Yeah. And just kept packing over the years. And at some point, somebody noticed me and said, hey, she might be a good volunteer. But I was not at a point in my life right then where I had the space to do that. But um, as I grew nearer to a time when I had space, God just began wooing my heart. Yeah. And He kept, I kept saying to people around me, he's calling me to something global, but something local. And I can't imagine what that is, because mm. what is global and local? Yeah. And then... The December before I was going to be ready in May to do something, he just plopped this right in front of me, Operation Christmas Child, um, year-round volunteering. Mm, yeah. And so um, it I, that June, I began my role in 2015 and haven't looked back since. So. Wow. wow. Yeah, you said something that I think most people probably don't realize where you, you said year-round. A lot of people think Operation Christmas Child, like our church is just started. We just started a week or two ago right. at Crossroads. So you think of like, oh, it's Christmas time, you know, the leaves are changing, you know, mu- mu- music's happening, pumpkin spice lattes are coming, pretty soon the Christmas <laughs> ones are coming. We might as well start yeah. thinking about Christmas, but you just said you're, you guys are doing stuff year round. We are. So before we jump into what you do, for people that might not realize, what is exactly Operation Christmas Child and what's the mission and vision behind that organization? So we are the largest um, children's ministry of for Christmas gifts. But, um, you know, our mission is just to share God's love in a tangible way Mm -hmm. and together with the local church worldwide to share the good news of Jesus Christ. So that means we partner with churches on the sending side, but we also partner with churches on the receiving side. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. And so for those that don't know, it's basically, so is the shoebox, is that the main or the only Thing that Operation Christmas Child does, or is it beyond even that? Because I think that's what most people recognize. It's the shoe yes. boxes. So no, it. We actually call it the key. Uh, okay. When you uh, talk to people on the other side of the box, they will tell you that shoe box is the key that unlocks the door to the gospel. Mm-hmm. So you know, at a distribution, a child uh, when they receive their box, they're given a colorful booklet called the Greatest Gift, and in that, they're going to see the story. Jesus. But prior to even getting that, there's been a gospel presentation that's happened at the church or under the mango tree or at the school, wherever they are. Um, But it's a local church that's doing that presentation. So then they get that shoebox and they get that very colorful book. So you'll Mm. often see them just paging through that book right there at the distribution. Mm. Um, Then the children are invited back to our 12-week discipleship program. 
And that is um, called The Greatest Journey. And it is we call it VBS on steroids here in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But it is an amazing, amazing program. And we know that through that program, about four minute, four children per minute are coming to Jesus as wow. to know their Lord and Savior. Say that again. It's four. four children per minute wow. are coming to know Jesus as their wow. Savior. And then additionally, about a thousand churches a year are being planted as a result of that program. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. See, I think people have no idea. I think mm-hmm. most churches probably think, oh, this is something nice for our family to do to help somebody that we might never mm-hmm. meet. And right. it's just about a shoebox and some toys to head on over. Uh, so what's actually in the box? Let's talk about that. What, what goes inside of that shoebox for people? Well, the first thing that we ask everybody to pack is a wow item, something that when that kid opens the box, they just go, wow. Yeah. You know, that touches their heart. Mm. But in general, small toys, school supplies, and hygiene items go in the box. Um, also, you know, a letter or a picture of your family is always very well received because it helps that child make a connection. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's That's cool. excellent. That's yeah. very good. So you're, you're addressing it a little bit, but first of all, do you know offhand how long this has been around? How long has Operation Christian Child been in existence? 1993. Roughly? Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. 1993. And outside of just the few things you mentioned, why is it so important for people to get involved with this and for like a church like ours and other churches? Because it's more than just a shoebox. So why is it so needed? Well, it's, it's the way to share the gospel. For the churches that distribute the red and green boxes, we call those go boxes, gospel opportunities. Um, the folks on my team, we all see each box as that gospel opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so when you pack a shoebox here on this side, you are enabling a church that has no resources, um, who may not have even thought of having children's ministry before, right. to minister to children in their own community. Yeah. They might go to the local school to do it. They might have to do it under a mango tree. And they might have a church to do it in. Yeah. But they are able to present the gospel and then disciple these children through that program. Um, and it just opens up doors for them that you just can't imagine. And in addition to that, we're able to t- take the gospel into unreached people groups. And so we have um, partnered mm. with the Seed Company and the Wycliffe translators yep. to translate our materials into languages um, so that we can reach 290 unreached people groups in the next few years, but we don't intend for it to stop there. Wow. Mm. I think probably one mm. of the coolest things, I don't know about all of you, but I think for me one of the neatest things would be to be able to actually see a child open that shoebox on the other side. Uh, ha- have you seen that? I have. And how, how did that impact you, uh, just seeing that? And, and can you share a story or a testimony about that as well? I, yeah, I absolutely can. So in 2018, I was just blessed to be able to go with the ministry on what we call a vision trip to Malawi, Africa. Mm-hmm. And while there, we got to attend several distributions that were already planned and going on. And um, at the first place we went um, I had stayed with the boys because I pack boy boxes and so I wanted to see you know what happened with the boys and it was really wonderful for the most part but there were a couple of boys that just you know maybe didn't get an age-appropriate box right I mean it it, they still got great things Mm -hmm. but you know I could see the difference in their boxes and other people's boxes and I knew that you know they were going to get invited to come back to the greatest journey so we go to the next location, and it was probably the poorest neighborhood in which we went. And these children are asked to wear their best to the 
to the event, mm-hmm. and many of them just had so many holes in their clothes you couldn't even count them. Yeah, I mean it was just a very very poor area, and I we were told a little bit about the culture there in that area, um, and it just it wasn't a good culture, especially um, well for anybody really. Mm-hmm. The boys um, weren't being raised to be fathers, mm-hmm. uh, and so we walked into it with that in our minds. And so we're there just to observe, but you know, they want to be hospitable. The church does. So they wanted us to help pass out the shoe boxes. And so I had in my hand a box and the little greatest gift booklet in their language. And in front of me comes this little boy and he's about nine or 10 years old. I could tell from the style of his clothes that his clothes were as old as I am. Mm. And that's not young. (laughs) And suddenly it was just like time stood still. And in that moment, I knew that that little boy's only hope was to, to come to know Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it, then it suddenly it wasn't just that little boy. It was all the children, all the boys and girls mm-hmm. around the world that needed to know Jesus. Mm-hmm. And what I knew was if that box wasn't a well-packed, age-appropriate box with a wow item, that when the pastor said to him, hey, will you come back to this program we're going to have he might not come sure and i knew if he came back to that program that's where he might meet jesus would probably meet jesus and so i just said this like really fast prayer just lord please let this be a good box and um and i handed it to him and i was so overwhelmed in that moment i had to turn around um much like now and so all the boxes got passed out and when it was time to open them we were milling in around the children while i found my little guy his name was Happy. Mm. He didn't look happy. Mm-hmm. The children there had no concept of a gift. They didn't know what gifts were, mm. so they didn't understand that what we were giving them, they were taken home. Wow. So many of the children weren't even opening their boxes, and he was one of them. He wasn't opening his box. And he, uh, because he lived in such a remote area, he hadn't learned English yet, so he didn't speak English, So, and I didn't have a translator. But I began to motion with him, and I finally convinced him to open up the box. Mm-hmm. And in the box was a soccer ball. (laughs) And I wish I could show you the picture here today. If you could see what he looked like before he opened that box to what he looked like after that box, his smile took up his whole face and he looked happy. Mm. And in that moment, I knew then when that pastor asked him to come back, he was probably going to come back. And today, I don't know if happy ever came to know Jesus, but I can tell you there's not a week that goes by that I don't pray for that little boy. Yeah. That's so powerful, and I love your passion for it, and and because uh, it's real, you know. I think I think it's important for people that are listening now, and even for churches that want, and we'll talk about how churches can get more information to know about mm-hmm. here in a minute, uh, to realize the impact that they can make, and and how you know. I'm thinking as you're telling that story, I'm thinking of my own kids here at Christmas time. I'm like, they open gifts, they throw it down. You know, it's just like a normal thing, right? That they're gonna yeah, get yeah. presents and then play with it. And there's some selfishness in there, I'm sure, and some greed, and why didn't I get this or that and the other thing? And I think people forget that much of the world is not like that. Yeah. It's not like that. And so for people to be able to bless kids mm-hmm. in that regard, is is we are so grateful to be part of that. And I think people need to Absolutely. realize that depth of that, of what's happening there. Right. You know? Because, I mean, it, it is more than just that gift. We want to bring joy to the child yep. but, but there's a reason behind it yep. because we yep. want to continue that relationship with yep. that child or that local church does yep. and and lead them to, to know jesus yeah so. you called it the key right is that what you called it earlier yeah so they yeah, all call it, it the sense, key right? <laughs> the key that opens the door for them yeah. that 
that shoebox gets them into a community. Like in our unreached people groups, that's what you see happening. Um, a, a church will take these shoeboxes into an area, and because they're bringing these gifts, these people who don't know about the gospel or may even be opposed to the gospel will allow these boxes to come in mm-hmm. for the children, and then mm-hmm. just amazing things God does yeah. through those simple shoebox gifts. Yeah, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So people who are listening now, right, it's it's almost mid-November-ish, mm-hmm. you know, when this is airing, and... Uh, people are listening, people are starting to get into that holiday mindset. Uh, so how can people be part of Operation Christmas Child as individuals, whether that's serving? So kind of three parts, right? Serving, mm-hmm. uh, donating, and then how can churches be a part of it as well? So yeah, kind of absolutely. walk us through you know, what's happening with all that. So there's lots of opportunities to get involved. Um, the first thing that I would say is just pray. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need prayer. And um, we actually have um, a system in which you can get signed up to pray with us. Um, and so if you go to SamaritansPurse.org slash pray with OCC or just Google that, uh-huh. you can get signed up to get prayer requests from the ministry that come from around the world. These are real prayer requests that come from actual teams around the world wow. that are needing prayer. It's very powerful. Um, obviously, you can just pack shoe boxes yep. or, you know, one or multiple if you're able. Include those wow items and the school supplies and the hygiene items um, and your donation and turn them in at multiple locations around the triangle. Mm-hmm. While I'm on that note of locations around the triangle, we are looking for additional drop-off locations in okay. the area. Um, so we would be glad to talk to you about that as well if you're a church and you want to go deeper with this ministry. This year, I mean, we've had this for a while, but we're really pushing this year in light of COVID, uh, packing a shoebox online. It's an incredible value. Wow, okay. um, for $25, that includes shipping. You can p- virtually pack a shoebox that somebody else will pack for you and will send it. Um, churches can create a goal page and that is new this year for them to create an online goal page for their church or their organization to pack virtual boxes. So that is SamaritansPurse.org slash build online. That's and then, a great way to innovate yeah. for the time. Yes. Because yeah. you know, I think right now everybody is still mm-hmm. somewhat cautious about going places or doing things or even packing yeah. things. So that's pretty That's pretty amazing that they thought ahead to be able to do that. So walk yeah. us through what that looks like. That's Pretty fascinating. So, is it almost like a little mini Amazon thing for? Uh, yeah, it sort of is. So you first. go into the build online, and uh, it'll ask you what age and gender that you want to pack, just much like if you packed an actual shoebox. Yep. And then it'll you can select uh, to- toys and school items to go in your box. And so then at the end, and then you pay the twenty five dollars, which inc- that covers the shipping as well. And so then. Some they'll have a group when they get enough orders. They have groups that will pack those shoe boxes for you, That's um, and send them. So it's um, and can individuals do that on their absolutely. own? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So it's not just part of a church mm-hmm. thing. So no. anybody listening can anybody actually go can and do, do that. that. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. Anybody can do mm-hmm. that. And we've had that. it for a while, but we're really pushing it to the front this year. Yeah. Um, do they have an opportunity to maybe still write a note or you know any any of those personal touches or? You know, I don't remember. It's been about a year since I've done yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, that's very. That's, I was wondering that same yeah. thing. I yeah. still it's a very cool opportunity. Boxes and I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, and then the other things, just to get more practical for those who really do want to get involved, we have multiple opportunities to get involved on a personal level. One is that you can just volunteer at one of our drop-off locations. We have a need for people to help uh, pack up those cartons and get them onto trucks and uh, whatever. We especially need strong arms and shoulders, especially the uh, last day of National Collection Week. And National Collection Week, an easy way to remember it is it's always the third week of November and it ends the Monday before Thanksgiving. Okay. 
So okay. people are so. always saying what the dates are. I've stopped saying dates, and I say the yeah. third week and the Monday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do say the dates, but it's, that's an so easy that's, way to that, remember. So that Monday yeah. of Thanksgiving is when they're, it's done. That's our final collecting. day, and yeah. we always need a lot of extra help that day at our central drop-off location. Yeah. Um, then, you know, there's the processing center. You can go serve at the processing center. We are observing social dis- – at, at our drop-off locations, we're doing everything curbside this year. I should mention that. So if you're, mm. if you're bringing in boxes, you don't even have to get out of your car. You pull up, there will be a QR code that you can scan with your phone to fill out your information. Somebody will get the boxes out of your car, and you just stay right there the whole time. So everything's being done outside this year because of COVID. And then at our processing centers, masks are going to be required. Social distancing will occur. There will be hand sanitizer and gloves available as well for those who still want to process shoe boxes. And then, as we mentioned, I am a year-round volunteer, and um, we serve a pretty big area. We have a need for volunteers in Wake County, Franklin, Vance, and Granville counties. Um, in all areas of our team, uh, we have multiple teams, and that's something I would love to share a co- cup of coffee with folks mm-hmm. or even just meet virtually online um, if people are interested in knowing more. Yeah. There's no harm in expressing interest. Sure. It's no commitment in that moment, mm-hmm. just an information session yeah. to let people know. So what, what's just one or two things that you do year-round? Because once again – from the the kind of the user side of just packing boxes or donating it's it's christmas time november you know time of year so what happens the rest of the year yeah the rest of the year that that is getting ready just maybe one or two things that Right. So in the first part of the year, of course, we're planning for the year, but we're also saying thank you. So we um, okay. have what we call an affirmation campaign in which we pick groups to reach out to, to just say, hey, thank you for packing shoe boxes la- mm-hmm. last year. It's really about building relationships. We're, we're trying to build relationships, uh, start that in the first quarter. Then in the late spring or summer, we move into engagement season. And that's where we're trying to engage new groups to pack. Mm-hmm. Or uh, a lot of churches have what I call shoebox fatigue. Mm. And they've been packing a long time, but they mm-hmm. don't have the vision. Mm-hmm. And so part of our team's job is to do what I'm doing today, yeah. to get out there and tell you these things that are happening beyond the shoebox yep. so that, that that you can get that vision um, again and to enable our project leaders, we can't go to every church, right? right. But every church has a project leader that is organizing that shoebox yep. yep. uh, collection. So often we have project leader workshops and different things to equip those project leaders to take that message forward for us. Yeah. And then we move into supporting season, which is where we are now. Yep. So my logistics team has kicked into high gear as they're getting ready for National Collection Week. But the rest of the team is making sure that everybody's got the shoe boxes they need. Right. We get a lot of last minute calls for, I need some pamphlets or I need some shoe shoe boxes, I, yep. you know, those kinds of things. So, uh, and actually, um, to the day that this is airing, we are at three different Chick-fil-A's in the area. Oh, nice. Oh, passing nice. out in the, in the drive through We've been That's doing excellent. that during this season. Yeah. Um, and so that'll be our last day of Chick-fil-A. So if you're in Wake Forest or at Briar Creek, you can come out and get a shoe box from us in the drive through That's wonderful. Awesome. I, I, love, I love how it's thinking, how people are thinking about it and how they're moving towards it. Uh, so what else do you want to talk about uh, with the Operation Christmas Shot? I know we have a lot of areas. <laughs> I know you're passionate about it. Uh, I guess I just want to let you know, is there any area that you wanted to hit that we didn't hit? Or do we did we nail it? I think, I mean, we've covered a lot of it. There's, yeah. and, you know, I can talk all day about oh, I it. But. <laughs> I know that. It's only a short show, so we... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But uh, we do appreciate your passion for it and, and your zeal for it. Are there promotional things that churches... Cause I think we're actually showing, or we showed a video already at Crossroads yeah. by the time this aired for it. So is there a certain place where churches can go to grab videos or resources oh, that they can show? And what, what is that? So if you 
just Google Operation Christmas Child and you come to the Operation Christmas Child page and you click on resources and you just keep clicking and clicking and clicking, you can be there all day. There are so many resources out there for folks to help their churches. Um, And I mean, there's videos, there are things you can download, there's different things for the kids, there's programs for your church, there's information on packing year round or collecting year round. It's all sorts of, and our team will be glad to help guide people to those things as well. Um, So I guess there are two things I probably should mention. Um, My favorite item for a shoebox hands down, is the soccer ball. Yes. Of course. That's the global sport. <laughs> it is yeah. the, the international yep. children's toy. Uh, so if you pack a shoebox, a pump, and needles uh, in your... Uh, and nobody wants a deflated soccer soccer ball. No, you need it needs to be deflated. But I know, but they, yeah, on right. that end, like they want to be able to pump it up when they, they get it. They want to blow it up. Right. And I always <laughs> tell people, if That's you put a, a soccer ball and a pump and needles in your box, it really doesn't matter what else you put in there because that kid's going to be thrilled, yes. right? <laughs> Love um, it. But then people always say, well, what about the girls? Well, girls like soccer balls too, but they also like anything pink, purple, and fluffy, just like girls here. <laughs> mm, wonderful. Uh, yeah, so, um, and, and then, Tyler. <laughs> hey, you know, yeah. he is a worship leader, so yeah, He's got those scarves going. Yep. Yeah, scarf season. Scarf season's going. But um, you know, I know we've we've covered a lot of ground today and very high level. But you know, our team would be glad to engage with anybody who wants more information. Yeah. Um, so there's a couple of ways you can reach us. One, um, if the local team, you can reach us OCCRaleigh at gmail.com Wonderful. Or you can reach out to OCC Carolinas at Samaritan. Dot org, or you can just go online to Operation Christmas Child and do the contact us, yeah. and it'll eventually get to me. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, Robin, thank you awesome. so much for coming in and talking with us. Uh, and those of you listening right now, listen, if you're not in the Christmas spirit by now, get in that Christmas <laughs> spirit and, and give and be generous. Yes. And what a, what, a, what a great way to, to truly serve and help of, with kids you probably will never meet. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. But just trusting that this ministry is doing such a fantastic job in doing mm-hmm. that. But Which you might so meet special. them one day. That is true. Mm. That is true. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, what a day that will be. So, mm-hmm. Robin, thank you so much. And Merry Christmas to yes, you. Merry Christmas to you. Merry I'm going to start saying that now. Yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. Me too. Absolutely. Thank you for being with us, everybody. Thank you for joining and listening to our program today. And thank you to Crossroads Fellowship and the Truth Network for making this show possible. You can find out more information about Crossroads Fellowship at crossroads.org. If this show has impacted you, we'd love to hear from you. You can contact us at info at crossroads.org. Thank you to C3 Advantage for sponsoring this program. We look forward to having you join us on the next show. Your success as a leader hinges upon buy-in from your teams, clear and consistent communication from you, and strategic delegation. My name's Cheryl Scanlon. C3 Advantage helps you steward your most valuable resource well, improve retention, grow employee engagement, and generate higher team and individual ownership. The success of your organization begins with you and depends on your team. Go deeper as a leader and watch your organization go further. Visit c3advantage.net at c3advantage.net.